Right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We are now in the winter spring 2021 series. Um, and my good friend Lisa Barnett is back with us today. And we're going to be talking about the Akashic Records, but we're going to be talking about change your year with quantum healing through your Akashic Records. Right, and since we are just in you know the beginning of this year, we want to get it started in a good way, and we want to change also the energy of the past year as well, right? So we're going to talk about a little bit about how you can update your Akashic record, how quantum healing can help you change with ease, and ease is possible. Ease is possible. Change with ease is possible. Okay, and our soul contracts are written for life, and how how we make them. We're going to talk about how we make them and how to know when they're complete. And plus, we're also going to receive a healing, clearing, and energy transmission from the Akashic Masters. And that's always so much fun, so powerful, so healing. So I'm looking forward to that as well. I could really use a little bit of healing today, to be honest. And for those of you who don't know Lisa, she is an internationally known teacher, consultant, and founder of Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom. She is a clear channel of divine wisdom, an energy master, and spiritual teacher. Lisa brings more than 25 years of spiritual counseling and energetic healing to her clients and students. And she incorporates information from your soul's library, the Akashic Record, with energetic healing on a soul level to help you break through blocks, clear pain, fear, and karma to create the life your heart and soul desire. And what's, that's what all of our focus is, is to create the life that our heart and soul desire with ease, right? With ease and joy and fun. So Lisa, welcome back to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, thank you, Alara. I love to always, you know, get on a show with you and have our conversations and do the healing work. It's I just always feel so blessed that um, I have the gift of healing and can share that with humanity. And of course, every day is a good day for healing. <laughs> yep. Right now, especially just we've just stepped into 2021. We're in the first week. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to, you know, share whatever ends up coming through from the Akashic Record Keepers and see what we can do to assist everyone who's here with us today. Awesome. And, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, whenever we have a conversation, you know, whenever we get together and have a conversation, it's, it's really quite organic and in the flow of whatever is coming through from the from the Akashic Records Masters, but also based on what we, the audience, are wanting to know, right? So we are gonna be taking caller questions, so you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. But again, it's always about how can we, at this time, where we are now, the first time we've been here ever, right? How can we make this new transition, this new era, this new age of Aquarius, this new time, um, make it more ease-filled for us, right? And how can we use the energy of the Akashic Records and our Akashic Records to help us to move forward with ease? I think that's always my big question is like, okay, I know we have the Akashic Records. I know there's like wonderful information in there and there's a healing as well when you go into the Akashic Records yourself, there's healing available to you. And how can we use that now? Because right now we're at a really crucial time in, in our, I was gonna say history, but in, in, our, in our path, right? This, this is, we've never been here before. So right. what can we do to make it easier for ourselves? <laughs> a great question. So, um, you know, of course, my first and easiest answer, of course, is ease. 
um, you know, is to find ways to raise your own personal vibration. And we do that in a variety of different ways. We can do it when we meditate. We can do it really by being in nature. And so um, just, you know, taking a walk. And I love to be in nature and converse with Gaia herself. We can talk to the the earth spirits, we can talk to the elementals, we can talk to Mother Earth or Gaia, we can just have that, just allow that kind of ongoing flow of conversation um, to come to and through us. Uh, it, you know, obviously, most of us don't hear Gaia answer. But most of us are clairaudient, we do have that level of hearing. And the thing that often um, kind of stops us from trusting in that is that it sounds like us, right? It sounds like us talking in our own head. And honestly, I would say that probably 90% of um, clairaudient messages actually kind of come through your head inside and it sounds like you. And so it's almost more like, um, coming to learn the difference in the tonality between you and what you think and messages that are coming to you and are coming through your head. So it sounds like you. But really finding ways every single day to raise your vibration, to be, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, in a greater expansive state and to even learn how to move into the quantum field, the field of the all, of source energy, because of course, there you're in probably the highest vibration we can be in when you're in that unified field of one. So that is um, always, you know, the way I find to move more easily through the world is by being in alignment to your soul, to your soul's plan, path, and purpose, and to raise your vibration so that we are really in that flow of the universe. And all those gifts are coming to us with ease, and it flows to us and around us and through us, and everything aligns really beautifully. So that is what I'm certainly wishing for each and every one of you in 2021. <laughs> I love it. You know, and that's the thing It's like, you know, you have that intention, right? And at the same time, you're taking action as well, right? So you have the intention of having everything work with you and through you and go through you with ease, right? And, and flow. But at the same time, you're taking action here in this 3D, 3D slash 5D reality of going outside for a walk. You know, so what would I do? I go for a walk every day, right? But some days I don't have to now, right? Because we live in the country and we have a courtyard. So I could just put Neo out in the courtyard. I don't have to go for a walk. But I know for me, going for a walk and really looking at nature, feeling the energy around me is really good for me. I, I really enjoy it. So even those days when it's like, I just don't feel like it, I go because it changes my energy, right? It changes my vibration and changes how I think. And then of course, you know, I do, I, I meditate every day. And then other times I might do a guided process of some sort, you know, which I, I did a healing one earlier today because I, you know, my mind was a little, you know, so I was like, all right, let me do something, right? 
So all of that can help you to assist you in changing vibration, getting you back into flow, changing your pattern of some sort, some habit that's you know showing up or just anything, right? But mm -hmm. a part of that is our, you know, our responsibility, right? Yeah. Taking, taking, taking on that responsibility for our energetic self-care, right? Our emotional self-care, our mental chatter, right? We, we have to take care of that. And especially now in the new energy cycle that we're in, you know, it's like we're, we're being called to choose for ourselves now, right? Right. Oh, absolutely. And um, it's important to realize that, you know, even though your soul wrote a plan and there's all sorts of things you wanted to do and are in the process of doing, and of course, it takes a lifetime to live through that plan. It's not, you know, all, <laughs> of course, if, if you had to, you did it all when you were 20, what would you do when you were 40 or 50 or 70, yeah. right? Um, but all of that process, but the biggest really piece is the choice piece. And that's why we come to earth because we get to have these luscious bodies, you know, be in nature, eat yummy food, make love, make babies, hug people, kiss people coming back soon. Mm -hmm, <laughs> right? mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and I know that's one of the things we've all missed so much, right? With COVID and with all of this is, um, is the physical touch is, you know, being with our, our family. Uh, you know, I, I realize I, I actually try not to think about it is that I haven't seen my father who is 91 years old in one year hmm. and he lives, you know, less than an hour away, but he and, and, and his significant partner um, have decided they really do not want to be exposed to anyone yeah. for their health. And I can, totally, you know, honor and respect that. But, you know, it's so sad when I think about it, right? Um, and, and of course, so many of us are feeling it in so many different ways. But, um, but having free will, having choice, choosing to raise our vibration, choosing to, um, you know, take the high road. <laughs> Even yeah. on a bad day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Even when we're challenged, I sometimes think, you know, how how do I take the high road? How do I let that go? Let me do my forgiveness work always exactly. first and foremost. Yeah. Me. Forgive yeah. and gratitude. You know, that's that's what I'm doing lately right now because like I'm having a I can't go to the hospital to see Robert. You know, I can't call him really as much as I would like. The doctors aren't around for some reason. So it's like, I'm getting like frustrated because like the, like where I, like I need to know <laughs> something. So I was like, all right, it's okay. I'm grateful, you know, he's fine. They're taking care of him, you know, and I'm sending them all love. And it's like, you know, it's okay. Tomorrow I'll try again. Tomorrow, hopefully I'll call at a time when there's a doctor there. So I'll try again. But it's like, you know, 45 freaking days, I'm tired. You know, so that's my, that's my mood today. I'm tired. You know, I want my husband home and I want to talk about it, but, um, right. But right. yeah, you know, <laughs> it's hard. And, and, and these are, you know, these are kind of interesting things because, um, it's so much really about our vibration. And 10 years ago, I don't, I don't know how 
long ago, um, probably 20 years ago, I think I read Power Versus Force by Dr. David Hawkins, mm -hmm. you know, and he's passed now, must be five years. I, I don't have a very good sense of time, but, <laughs> um, but Power Versus Force, back when David Hawkins, Dr. David Hawkins wrote that book, he said that humanity has lived on a scale of one to a thousand under 200 for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And we have been stuck in our traumatic emotions of shame yeah. and guilt, you know, anger and fear, right? And we have been starting over the last few years to move above 200. And with that, humanity is literally starting to awaken. And so what they've seen with people who have kind of do these tests a little bit more globally, I was um, looking at some of this yesterday and they were saying, you know, it went from people starting to move up into 300, 400, on a, uh, which is, you know, really awake compared mm -hmm. to under yeah. 200, right? Yeah. Um, we really kind of dropped back down with COVID. And so it start, it's a choice right now to say, we're on a trajectory. The greater group of humanity is on a trajectory into towards the fifth dimension toward, and which is literally just basically about raising our vibration mm -hmm. and being able to create and manifest in a much easier way and create a life that our heart and soul desires. And so that's to me, the easy explanation of what's the fifth dimension. And so yeah. the Akashic Record Keepers always say, it is your choice to do everything that you can do to assist yourself. And of course, you know, guided meditations, visualizations, healing, nature, love, laughter, mm -hmm. um, finding ways to bring all of that into your life. You know, some people play with their pets. Some people play with their kids. Some people just, you know, do laughing yoga, right? Yeah. Where you just sit and laugh. That's true. Um, and, and it really does change our, um, our energy, our vibration, and it opens new choices. So when we raise our vibration, new doorways open that aren't there when we're in you know, anger or fear or hurt or guilt or, you know, the lower um, yeah. emotional vibrations. So opening those doors, being able to access more choices is really what we're doing by doing our kind of spiritual work of raising our vibration. Oh, I so, love that. I love how you said that because I, I, I don't think people really get that part about how, you know, when you raise your vibration on a regular basis, it's not going to be like that once in a year, but on a regular basis, if you are raising your vibration, you are opening up more doors to possibilities, to different possibilities. And if you have that awareness, you know, then you'll get those opportunities, you know, like you'll see them, right? You'll be more aware of them. But a lot of times, you know, we we're told, I say it all the time, you raise your vibration, raise your vibration, raise your vibration. But then people wonder why, why should I raise my vibration? Nothing's happening, right? So, right, they're like, what's right. the, like, what do I get from raising my vibration? So this is a great one for, especially right now when we're just starting off this year, it's like, what opportunities do you want, right? right. Do you want new opportunities for yourself, right? 
And it's such a really simple and powerful way to bring those opportunities to you. So the record keepers are giving me kind of an, uh, a funny image. The record keepers are actually very funny. They're pure source energy. So they're just pure light and unconditional love. And then humor really falls into those energies. And so um, they're giving me an image if you were in, say, um, a skyscraper, again, they, they use skyscrapers for some reason. Um, but, you know, imagine you're standing on the, on the first floor and um, maybe there's one door at the end. It's the exit or something like that. There's kind of, you can stay here or you can leave. Those right. are your choices. You go up to the second floor. Oh, look, there's a couple of more doors. I wonder where they go. You know, let's go up to the third floor. Let's raise our vibration a little more. Let's do more meditation. Let's do some yoga or, you know, um, be of service in the world. Now I'm up on floor, you know, three or four or five. And now there's six doors, eight doors, 10 doors as we go up. And all of a sudden, really, as we talk about infinite possibilities as we move into these higher, more expansive states, the possibilities, the doors, you know, the opportunities are there. Yeah. Because you've moved into these higher realms. And you know, so yeah, you want more, you want a new job, raise your vibration, you know, and we can do it in so many simple ways. Exactly. And, you know, one of the great gifts um, that we've received last year is so many things online, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So many classes that you used to have to travel somewhere to um, take a workshop. You know, I now teach my Akashic Record workshops three times a year online. Used to be once a year online and once a year in San Francisco and once a year in Sedona and once a year, you know, in Denver, what you had to either come mm -hmm. or wait a year. Right. So now it's really, you know, so many guided meditations, so many big groups doing um, group meditations. Yeah. I could find a dozen a day probably. Oh, I know. I, it's amazing. It's amazing. And it's fantastic because these things are available to you. I, I myself just opened up new possibilities for myself yesterday when I was looking at something and I, you know, started researching and, well, you know, like, so it's like, yes, these possibilities are available to you. You have to know a little bit about what it is you want, right? And so a lot of times what we want is, is going to be based on, you know, how do you want to feel? right? What do you want to experience? Right. right. And it's not necessarily about, okay, well, in the past, this is what I wanted, but no, right now, because everything has changed. Everything has changed. Nothing is the same anymore. So in this new reality that we're living in now, what do you want now? Right. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, well, absolutely. And I think the really, you know, operative word there is now. And, um, you know, we know that living in the now, living in this present moment, really, I mean, it kind of takes the stress away. It, it allows us to create, right? Be the creator beings we truly are. And so one of the things, again, the record keepers have talked about, just drop the old stories. We've healed them. We've worked them. It's time to say, Thank you for the lessons, 
I appreciate the gifts that I've received. I reclaim all the good and I let the other go, right? And really just sometimes we have to remind ourselves again and again, that's good, that's done. I've, I've done my forgiveness work. I've really moved into a place of truth and calm and peace around whatever that might've been. And we sometimes just have to remind our brain. Yeah, for sure. It's done. It's okay. We can go on. And in the now, then we can see what's available to us. But if we're always one foot in the past or one foot in the future, we're not seeing what's, you know, right here in this present moment. So those doors never actually get to open for us. We could see a hallway filled with doors, but they're all closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come here in this moment and look you know and let those doors open we're still not living in the present moment and so to me that's kind of what it means again I think there's a lot of things that people have said over the years that um that we maybe don't particularly understand. We don't know really what they're mean. You know, what does being in the now moment mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? It, it, it is. It can be taking five calming, slow breaths as you drop into your heart and out of the chatter in your head and just feeling what this feels like now. And then as we notice what we notice now, who knows, sometimes you open your eyes and you're like, oh, there was a very cool invitation to, you know, to do something, to connect with someone, to have yeah. a new client, whatever it might be for, for each of you. So, yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing is that being, being open to receiving something new, being open to perceiving even within yourself, something new. And a lot of times, you know, I've been getting little ahas about certain, um, thought forms that I have, you know, ways of thinking or certain, you know, and it's like, oh, hmm, I didn't know I thought that, you know, but having noticing those and being aware of them, because then you can change them, then, then you can choose to continue thinking that same way. Or you can say, well, you know what, that doesn't really work for me. All right, I, I wonder what will. So I wonder what does. So what do I want to perceive now kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So um, because, you know, you do a lot of your work in the Akashic Records, right? And, and we know that the, uh, just going into your Akashic Records, you know, there's a huge healing that happens just by being in the Akashic Records, whether you are looking for information or not. But there's so much information there, but as well as that and the healing that's available for you there, right? And change that's available for you. And a lot of people ask the question about, okay, well, how can I change my record? Because I don't like how my life's been going up to now. So it's like, if this has been in my Akashic record, well, it doesn't work for me anymore. How can I change it? How can I update it? And there are some people who, you know, say, yes, you can, and it's a good, a good thing. Other people say, well, no, you shouldn't, you know, so what is, yeah, you know, yeah. what's your take on that? Yeah. So um, the way the Akashic record keepers um, say it to me, um, and of course, we're all a little bit different. So we channel information differently. Um, but the way they've uh, answer that question when I ask them is they really say we write a plan 
And that is about our soul's learning and growth. And so the plan is to change and learn and grow and let go of the things that we've um, outgrown and to bring in new information. Sometimes we bring in new challenges, but often as we learn whatever that karmic pattern is or and we complete that, once we've completed it, it's really done. Mm -hmm. And so it's time to let it go. So if we keep going back, you know, we're wasting time, honestly, right? It's kind yeah. of like, it's, it's like, um, say you're in third grade and you love third grade and you loved your teacher and you did really well and you did really well on your test. But instead of going on to fourth grade, you thought, I just want to do third grade again mm -hmm. because I was good at it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of us do that. We just totally. kind of stay in the same place because we're good at it. And we're, um, it can be a little scary. Maybe we're a little bit afraid. Maybe we don't know what will happen if I do something different. Sometimes it's about getting a new job or leaving the old relationship that's not supportive, that's not really mm -hmm. loving and fun and um, supportive anymore. And we can end old contracts that are out of alignment. We can rewrite those soul contracts if they're not um, working out. And so, so, yeah. So a plan is just a plan. A plan, <laughs> you know, it's not set in stone. Right? It's not like fixed, right? It's just like, okay, I'm going to plan to do this, but, you know, I have choice, right? So I still have free will and I have choice. So this is the plan we made, but once we're here, we can choose something different. Right. Well, right. right. And um, so say you plan to have a relationship with this person and maybe you met them and you married um, and part of your plan had been to support each other on a spiritual path because in a past life, you two had been, um, uh, you know, in a mystery school together in ancient Persia. And so you're on this path, you are studying, you're meditating, you are learning some um, healing tools, maybe you've taken some Reiki or Theta or, you know, different um, workshops and, but your partner is not. Mm -hmm. Your partner is like, I don't know, that's just silly. I don't care about that. I don't want to do that. I'm not interested. Now, you planned to do it together, but for whatever reason, there are other challenges, other things their soul wants to learn about, on top of the fact that, of course, we write a big friggin' plan and then we have amnesia. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's the thing. We have amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> So we can't per force that person to wake up. We can do what we can do, take them with us to a couple of, you know, classes yeah. or, or expos or telesummits or, you know, see if maybe they do a little meditation with you. They'll, they'll kind of get triggered and maybe start to wake up again. But if not, right, it's the old, you know, adage, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. Yeah. Well, basically the record keepers say, that soul contract becomes null and void if only one person is doing the contract and the other person doesn't want to. Mm -hmm. So that contract is complete now. Yeah. 
and sometimes so, the completion does not require much more than your under your own understanding of making a different choice correct right right so it may be this relationship is over i mean maybe you were living together maybe you were just you know friends or whatever maybe you were married maybe you end up getting divorced or you leave and you move on whatever all those pieces are um and that's okay <laughs> that's okay that is okay because you've written other soul contracts with other people to also support you yeah so we don't write one soul contract there's not one soulmate out there for you mm -hmm. you write 25 or 50 soul contracts not all for you know spouses or significant partners but for for best friends and for parents and for children and for um you know yeah. business partners and you know everybody as well as and so many of us write a half a dozen or a dozen say um soul contracts with significant partners and and many of them may be to complete something from a past life um sometimes it might be to complete an old karmic pattern so they show up to remind you that you're stronger than that and you don't need to put up with that garbage anymore you know and and that is part of what your soul wanted to learn and so that person showed up to be that for you mm -hmm. so often these people are challenging relationships can really be also there to help us grow and wake up and to maybe see ourselves in the way that other people see us or um to see ourselves more clearly and step more fully into our own gifts and talents and power and abilities so that yeah. we can get out there in a different or bigger sort of way so yeah we we write lots of contracts and you know and it's a lifetime process i would say for most of us you know we have a half a dozen say karmic patterns we want to understand and heal and we do that through our whole life in different kind of you know <laughs> levels we work on it when we're children we work on it when we're in our you know young adulthood and then we work on it kind of from our 30s on and and we'll have those same patterns often again and again they may show up a little bit different but it's really about getting that um that's that whatever information understanding what you came to learn so mm -hmm. and sometimes you know those patterns sorry uh angela was writing about you know how sometimes we we can see the contract you know we can see the pattern and situations that just keep pulling us back right and she's asking if these are dregs or remnants but it's also like you just said it's like have you learned everything you need to learn from that relationship or from that pattern or from that behavior or from that situation and then it's up and you know of course we're going to get pulled back because it's comfortable it's what we know right and then right. we get to choose do we want to choose something different now right 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 absolutely and you know because we're human because we have this whole emotional thing going on sometimes um we do get pulled back because maybe we have a codependent sort of personality maybe we're people pleasers maybe we just feel like like i should be a nicer person or maybe if i try one more time i can save them and and really the growth is about realizing that that's our pattern and that's what we're doing 
we're really just wanting to save the world and it's not your job. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to just say, okay, I gave you, you know, a year, five years, whatever. Um, I've done everything I know how to do really to support you and to love you and, and to, you know, try and help you to grow and come together in this relationship, whatever that might be. Sometimes we go to counseling or therapy or, or, you know, maybe it's about a spiritual path or whatever it might be, you know, um, especially around things like um, addiction. Often we feel very guilty if we can't save someone, mm-hmm. if we leave somebody who has an addictive pattern or personality. We feel bad about ourselves if we do. Again, it's all about our soul growth. And so what I would say is, is that this is one of the main reasons I teach people to access their own Akashic records because you can go into your records and ask your record keepers and say, is this soul contract complete? Is there still a lesson to learn? Is there support for me to give to this person? Um, What else can I know about it? Are there past life traumas that we can clear or heal or um, release so that I can feel more free to move forward? And so we can literally go into our records and get pretty specific information about these sorts of things, which allows us as you know, sensitive humans to, to understand this was the lesson, this is what I wanted to learn, this is what I learned, and now it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, and yeah. it doesn't yeah. mean it's easy. It doesn't, you know, I, I, I was married once and, um, and my ex, I turned out to really have a, a drinking um, problem, which I was not conscious of for a couple of years. And, um, and we went to therapy and my epiphany was really that I can't save you. You have to save yourself. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah just not what I came to do. And if you're not interested in saving yourself, it's time for me to move on. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love that. Not easy. I'm not saying it wasn't, it was easy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know, but it's true. Right. But you have to get that awareness of I've done everything I can in this relationship and there's no more I can do. And it's up to them to choose as well. And I know we're talking about relationships, you know, not all contracts are relationships. Well, everything is a relationship, but you know what I mean? It's not always a romantic right. relationship that we're talking about, but that's, that's, you know, one way of looking at or recognizing when a contract is complete. And I think it's about being complete from your side. It might not be complete for them, but it's complete for you. And everything is about you right? So for you, it's complete. So then, you know, you, you know, you can choose something else. Um, I don't know. So because Nikki was asking, is there anything more about realizing or recognizing that a contract is complete? You know, really in those ways, Nikki is what, you know, I think is important for us to realize is that people show up in our lives, we write soul contracts. And sometimes those soul contracts are really just to push you, to trigger you to learn and grow around something. So we may be in, um, you know, kind of a, a, a dark 
or a negative kind of um, relationship, maybe the person is mentally or emotionally abusive or physically abusive, heaven forbid, right? But mm -hmm. it's so many people experience that because it's a karmic pattern that we want to finish. We want to understand, we want to forgive, we want to have compassion and we want to complete that so that we can move forward. And sometimes it's just, you know, about we're not, uh, you know, we're not in the same vibration. We're not in the same path. You're going yeah. this way and I'm going that way. And never the twain shall meet again, exactly. right? Yep. And exactly. so we get to decide, is this in my highest and best interest to stay? Or is this really an excuse to not do anything or step out or, you know, just to let myself, um, yeah. you know, sometimes we use that kind of, um relationship almost as an excuse to kind of hang back and because it's not easy to get divorced or move or change your life any of those things i've done all those things and you're right it's absolutely not easy at all <laughs> not easy no one's saying yeah. it is right yeah but um but that's why we come we come for the challenges we come for the growth and we come to be the support so um, if we can even look at, am I growing? Am I learning? Am I being able to live in love, to be compassionate to other people, to support other people? And am I being supported? Mm -hmm. A lot of times for uh, especially light workers, we're like, give, 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 right? But, oh no, I don't need anything. Yeah. So <laughs> often we also are coming to learn to receive. So am I receiving? <laughs> is there a flow, a give and take in this relationship? Or is it all one-sided? Mm -hmm. They're never meant to be one-sided either. Yeah, beautiful. So hopefully that, that answers your question there, Nikki and Angela. So thank you for that. And yeah, this, it's, a, it's a huge topic talking about soul contracts, but also you, you want to also look at your, your contract with yourself. I mean, we're talking about soul contract with other people, but what is your contract that you made with yourself when you chose to come here, right? Nice. For me, that is, that, that is of, of paramount importance. And what did you contract with yourself? And I'm using the word contract specifically, but it's basically still, what did you want to accomplish? What did you want to experience? What did you say you wanted to learn? What did you say you wanted to, you know, feel, et cetera? Are you doing that? And if you wanted to serve, are you serving? You know, if you wanted to express love, for example, are you expressing love? Like, are you doing what you had said you were going to do, what you had wanted to do when you came? Absolutely, because again, soul growth is the name of the game. And the record keepers say, you write a whole soul plan and that whole plan is actually your purpose. So often people come to me and say, what's my soul purpose? And it's like, we don't have one purpose. We would be bored silly if we did, right? We yeah. would have finished it maybe when we were 20 or 30, like I was saying a little bit earlier. Yeah. And then what were you gonna do for the rest <laughs> of your life? <laughs> yeah, right. I get bored so quickly. So it's like, I, you know, it's not like I create challenges, but it's like, um, I need to be, you know, stimulated, I suppose. Right. So when you look at a whole plan where you wrote 25 soul contracts, 
you have gifts and talents you want to share with the world you you know you have things you want to um of course offer those gifts and talents as well mm -hmm. as the the soul contract the growth the learning the sharing you know all of those pieces are um i'm going to say multi-layered because if you imagine that you came with um three or six karmic patterns you wanted to learn about in a lifetime again for most of us it's not just one it's you know a variety and sometimes they're subtle um you know and the differences could be subtle like one person may be dealing with kind of abandonment that feeling of abandonment mm -hmm. and um it may show up in big and small ways throughout their life because we rarely get it in one situation yeah you know we have to and, and so the towards the end of that work through those karmic patterns it becomes much less of a big deal it's like a oh oh there's that one again i get it right i'm gonna just i'm gonna drop into my heart i'm gonna do my forgiveness work around that i can see the bigger picture i let it go it can be as simple and as fast as that or maybe it's a day or two but it's not a year or two or yeah. five <laughs> like maybe when we were 20. yeah not um, anymore nowadays things are moving so fast so quickly that you do have the option and the choice of working through issues much more quickly you know so you know like if you're willing to be present if you're willing to be aware it can go much more swiftly than before with less heartache as well i would say because yeah, we have so many tools right we have so many tools now that are available to us everybody on, on this call who's watching or listening now or later you all have tools because you've been in this industry <laughs> for a while <laughs> right so you know what you can do you know how to raise your vibration you know how to do clearing you know how to do healing you know which meditations work for you you know which healers you can go to if if you need that extra support right so we have all that and now like you were saying you know as well lisa is like you know because now everything is online right everything's online so support is so readily available to us there's a lot of free stuff on the internet on youtube tons of it but also you know more and more people you know we do all our calls via zoom or skype or whatsapp or whatever right so you don't have to meet people in person everything is available so quickly and so you know if you're wanting to serve even because you mentioned about serving and sharing our gifts you, there's huge platforms available to you now to serve right and as you serve and share your gifts your gifts come in more strongly your gifts come in more strongly as you serve and share you cannot serve and share on your own <laughs> you, you cannot right if, and and if you're waiting for a big bolt of lightning to just open up all your gifts at once that's not going to happen okay so start sharing you know go on facebook live go on facebook go on instagram go on youtube go somewhere and just share right being of service being a healer first starts with just sharing your gifts money comes afterwards you know but at the beginning it really is just about practicing and sharing and opening up your flow you know opening up your own flow of energy moving through you i just had to i just had to say that a little bit <laughs> Perfect and true. And, and I think really the, the big point, Alara, is, is that, you know, we 
both been in this um, industry for over 20 years. And, um, you know, for over these years, people kind of keep coming back and saying, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but nothing. Yeah, changed. like Angela said, sharing is scary. Yeah, yeah. But not sharing yeah. is not going to change your reality either. Yeah. You yeah, know? you know, it, it, I mean, it really is kind of interesting. And, and, you know, after like all these years, really seriously, a lifetime, which is always a little mind boggling to me, but right, <laughs> you know, I kind of woke up when I was three, and I'm 64 now. So right <laughs> over 60 years. Um, wow. You know, studying, well, studying for 50, right. Yeah, um, yeah. And, but I'm still having epiphanies. I had a very interesting uh, epiphany this week. My, um, one of my children, my oldest, my son um, moved out again and, and is going to Fireman's uh, Academy. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he was kind of saying how challenging it was. And I, I, it was interesting the way it came through for me is I, um, I apologized to him. I said, you know, I'm so sorry if we've always made what we do look easy because it's not, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I said to him, I said, I travel around the country. I try to go to events. I, I meet, I said, it's scary. It's scary to fly from, you know, San Francisco to New York and go to a brand new group and meet 50 people you've never met and stay in a strange hotel and find somebody to have dinner with and start to talk to and yeah. make new friends. And, you know, even on that kind of one-on-one -on -one way. And I, and I thought, you know, I think cause I'm an extrovert, I just bundle, you know, I just keep at it, whatever. You know, I never think to say, and, and I realize in some ways that um, I was doing really a disservice to my children who are in their 20s, um, and much less extroverted than me, more introverted. Um, but even as I speak on, you know, on telesummits and such, but to say, you know, this is really the truth. And even after all of these years, my gifts are still opening and mm -hmm. I wish they were at a hundred percent, but I know that some of them are at 30% and will continue to open over the next 30 years. And I go, seriously, you're going to wait till I'm 90. Yeah. I want it now. So we, you know, I get, I bet you do too, right, Laura? You know, we get frustrated. I, I, you know, but again, you start where you start. Yeah. And sharing can be doing like, you know, I know a lot of people do Reiki and maybe you're Reiki masters. Maybe you do an online Reiki share. Maybe you do yeah. a little group healing. Maybe you call some of your friends together and do a little kind of ceremony with a meditation, a visualization, some lighting of candles. I actually pulled a book off of the shelf the other day, which was something like everyday rituals mm -hmm. with lovely little rituals that we can all do. And I think simple kind of sharings like that sometimes um, with a couple of friends, I remember being scared to death to talk to three people. I used to blush like crazy, right? Now, maybe this is 40 years ago, but still I mm -hmm. remember how scary it was. 
Exactly. It is scary. And that's the thing. I mean, I go on these shows every day or three times a week or whatever, and then plus my own calls and stuff. And, you know, a, a lot of times I don't even know what's going to come out of me because the way that my gifts are, they're channeled in the moment when I'm working with a group. They're, you know, they're channeled in that moment or when I'm working one-on-one -on -one with someone. Before that, I don't know what's going to come through. So it's yeah. like trusting that whatever is going to come through you is going to be what somebody requires. And you don't even have to know who that somebody is. But yeah, I mean, I'm guilty. I'm not an extrovert like Lisa, but I, I'm an introvert. So it's like, I think 500 times before I go make a Facebook live of my own. You know, it's like, do I do it? Do I, you know, do I, do I, do I, what am I going to say? Is any, anybody going to watch? Is anybody going to listen? Oh my God, what if somebody says something not nice? And what if somebody judges me? And what if, what, and then what happens? I don't do one. When was the last time you saw me do a Facebook live, everybody? I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but I've you do thinking. this three times a week you do this you know i do this so yeah exactly only, right we can only expect so much from ourselves we're human <laughs> right but the thing is it is scary angela and everybody else it is scary but if you but don't let the, the fear stop you from living your life from you enjoying your life from you doing what you came here to do whether you know what that is or not just doing whatever feels good to you don't let fear stop you because you know what it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what people think. How do you feel when you're serving, right? How do you feel when you're sharing? How do you feel when you're really living your purpose, you know, living from joy? How do you feel? Just follow that, focus on that. And that is, that is, that is your purpose. If you're wondering what your purpose in life is, that's it. Experiencing life with joy the best you can and yeah. ease, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think, um, too much focus has been on purpose. And, you know, that's why the record keepers say, you know, your purpose is to live your soul's plan, you know, and, you know, what is that? It's to learn and grow as a soul. It's yeah. to be the love, the compassion, the forgiveness, right? To be the higher vibrations. And of course, to keep learning and growing. And that's all about what we plan to do. And I believe it totally happens naturally. And then to me, the biggie is to share your gifts. And finding ways, again, whether it's with one person one-on-one, -on -one, by being a great listener. I mean, listeners are needed, let me just say. Yeah, because I think I think Angela wrote in here, listening is easy. It's like, yeah, but, you know, people do need to listen, you know, and people need to be heard. So a lot of times that's the thing is like people, you know, don't have anybody to listen to them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, you know, for me, um, probably being a little bit more of a adrenaline junkie myself, um, I think the the um, the excitement, right? That scary is part of that thrill, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I know those of you who don't feel that, maybe not adrenaline junkie, maybe not nearly as hyper as me, but still small ways. Yeah. Right. And, and so it can be just, you know, finding a tree in the forest and sitting down and chatting with some of the little fairies or grounding with the tree or, you know, being grateful to mother nature. And really we are, we are deepening our gifts when we use them. Yeah. And so every day and every way that we can find to raise our vibration, to use our gifts, to you know, deepen into that, I really believe is what will transform this year for everyone and yeah. really help us to open up. And, you know, I think it's going to be a slow start to the winter. Um, 
you know, I mean, as is usual, I, we always hope that, you know, January 1st is like, boo-doo, it's all new, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while, it's yeah. A process, right? Yeah. So, you know, I think by March or April, we'll really start to see really the world um, getting, you know, waking up again and coming back out again and really things transforming. So I really think that's so. But don't wait till March or April, start now. So I challenge, <laughs> I challenge all of you who are watching, listening now or later to start sharing your gifts a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, start sharing with yourself, start sharing with your family, with, with the community, with, with nature, with the, your pets, just start sharing. And if you're brave enough to do something live on Facebook or whatever, more power to you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you, right. You know. Share with your friends. You know how many people hide their spirituality? They don't even tell their spouse or their best friend. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sharing does not mean, you know, um, forcing anybody into anything. Just sharing. Just saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. Are you if you're interested, you know, I'd love to 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 share this with you, you know, or something like that. But just yeah. share and see what happens, okay? <laughs> All right. And just um, one of the, you mentioned one thing, Lisa, that I wanted to just come back to really quickly. A lot of people are doing a lot of forgiveness work. And I know you are also doing a lot of forgiveness work as well. But I wanted to stress also the forgiveness is also about yourself, allowing your, you know, yourself to forgive you for your choices you know, that you've made or just even sometimes, you know, I had a moment of frustration earlier today. I can forgive myself for that, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's also about forgiving yourself, not just other people for right. the world. It's about you. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is, it really is so important because um and the forgiveness prayer that the Akashic Record Keepers gave us is very much about um all three levels. I, I, the way I channeled it was, you know, forgive others who have hurt us, forget ourselves for hurting others and forgive ourselves for hurting ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's really important for us to be able to, um, to yeah. do that, you know, in a big way. And so. if you can do that every day for yourself, oh, that's going to change your whole life. If you can do that for yourself every day, that's going to change your life completely. So I highly recommend that. Yeah. All right. So I want to, I know we've been talking a lot about contracts. <laughs> we've talked a little bit about the updating the Akashic record with relation to contracts. We, we kind of did that. We talked about quantum healing and, and how it, you know, healing that we're doing nowadays, especially it's, it's mostly all at the quantum level and it, it does, you know, it does change your life and it, it will change you and you can have change with ease. Absolutely. So we're going to do uh, a healing clearing process in a minute in a few minutes with the Akashic Masters um, to, for you to really experience that if you've never experienced it before. But before we do that, Lisa, I want to talk a little bit about the special offer. For those of you who are on the live page, you can just click the special offer button. For those of you who are not, you can go to alar.at forward slash show forward slash Lisa one. Um, so Lisa, this is your program starting in February, right? Correct. Yes. So this is my, um, my, uh, it, it's almost four weeks. It's a three and a half week course 
where I teach you my five-step wisdom prayer system so that you can access your own Akashic records and learn to be guided by your soul's wisdom every day. So this is, um, this starts February 2nd. Mm -hmm. And um, in this workshop, you will, um, like I say, get my five-step wisdom prayer system. So there's seven classes. There's basically two a week for three weeks. And then there's one on the last Tuesday. There'll be two hour live um, calls on instant teleseminar. Um, I will teach you my five-step wisdom prayer system to clearly and easily access your own personal Akashic records. You will learn seven Akashic healing prayers that I've channeled from the Akashic masters. There will be these 12 hours of teaching and guidance from me live, um, an easy to follow manual, which has got over 40 pages. So it has everything from the five-step wisdom prayer system, the seven healing prayers, the exercises we'll be doing. So you can print out your manual and keep that so that you can follow along during the workshop or use it, you know, in between and after the workshop and keep working in your records. And I'll teach you many different guided visualizations and tools to help you to align to the new higher Akashic vibrations and to be grounded and be the sovereign um, of your body. And really to um, learn to ask deep questions that will take you where you need to go to get the information that you're looking for. So if you're at a crossroads, you want to know what your choices are or what's the highest and best choice for me, as we were talking a little bit earlier about this is the time to start, you know, looking for those infinite possibilities, opening the doors and making new choices. The Akashic record keepers will help you make the highest and best choice for you because you're in your Akashic records. So what I want to do is take the guests out of it and take you directly and deeply into your own Akashic records so you can have a full conversation with the Akashic record keepers that have been keeping your records for hundreds or thousands of years. Awesome. And so, um, yeah, so we do all of these different types of tools. I teach you a lot of energy tools so that you can really be that um, sovereign. You can create really solid boundaries so that you can align to your soul's wisdom and information and not feel run around and pulled around by everybody else's energetic cords and desires and all those telepathic cords in your head. So really I teach you a lot of um, fabulous energetic tools to help you and support you in this process also. And of course, there's a bunch of bonuses. You can, you get a 25% savings on a private consultation with me. If you want to um, purchase a, a reading and healing session with me, you save 25%, which is over $100. There's um, one of my favorite bonuses is see, feel, and hear guidance. It's a 45-minute 
recorded healing call that helps to open your clairs, your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, your claircognizance, clairsentience. And so 45 minutes of me and the Akashic Record Keepers doing energy healing for you. And it's something you can listen to again and again and again and kind of peel layers and layers of old stuff away mm -hmm. as you're opening your clairs. And, you know, rainbow shield meditation really helps you to, again, be that sovereign of your body and your energy field to own this space so that you are the sovereign, which is like the queen or the king, you know, of your um, energy field and system and body. And that's what we came to do and to be. So the course starts on February 2nd. Mm -hmm. it's, there's, it's a Tuesday and a Thursday um, class for uh, four weeks. And um, it'll be at five o'clock Pacific time. So eight Eastern. And then in, um, in Australia, it'll be like at noon or, you know, um, so... So depending on where you are in the world and just for Alara and all of you amazing listeners. So I'm offering it for $222 instead of the usual price of 400. So, um, awesome. Yeah. And you know, you know, what I love about, about your package, you know, the, your program is it's not just about accessing your records, but it's all these other tools that you can use to raise your vibration, to clear stuff, to heal stuff. You know, it's not just about accessing the records. It's a lot more than that, so, which is great because let's face it, in this day and time, we need all the tools we can get right, to, to navigate this shift, navigate this change, and to keep ourselves clearer than you know in the past right so right now maintaining our energy field is is paramount right and so we can do that now with all of these tools um that you're also providing along with accessing the akashic records and having you know you know the akashic records at your finger to fingertips that you can access on your own is that's very empowering right so we don't have to go to somebody else to get the answers we can get the answers for ourselves and you can, you know, go and do that every day if you want to for, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, you know, it doesn't take long kind of thing, right? Right, absolutely. And, you know, I, I was an energy healer for 10, 15, 10 or so years before I started to actually um, access the records and eventually start to teach them. But one of the things, so, so a lot of that kind of... Um, energy anatomy, energy healing tools, I love to teach because what I see out there in the world is that many people are very sensitive. We're empaths, we're clairsentient. We feel other people's energy. We don't really know, is this me or is this you, right? So mm -hmm. it's important that we have some very solid tools and those tools start to transform our lives just by doing the rainbow shield, by being able to move everyone out of your space and to fill yourself with your highest Akashic energy and create a rainbow shield so that you're protected as you go through your day. All of those tools are very um, profound and yeah. can be really transformational. I mean, yeah. I have people say like the rainbow shield meditation, 10 minute process changed their life 
because they finally got clear of what everybody else was saying in their head or was pulling them energetically around. We don't even notice it because we've lived this way our whole life, right? So having a lot of these sorts of tools um, can be very, very profound and transformational. Plus, then you're actually accessing and talking to your Akashic record keepers. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, it's huge. It's so important. So I I, I just love that you're offering that. Again, that's available at at alar.at forward slash show forward slash Lisa one. And I noticed, Lisa, that you put the prayer of forgiveness in the chat. So you can just click on that um to download it and click on it again to open it you know and it's beautiful it's a beautiful prayer which you can start to use for yourself you know and um just you can say it out loud or you can say it in your head you know but just start using it you know right Yeah. yeah absolutely the record keepers are so much about forgiveness because they say when we can forgive that's one of the most profound ways to raise your vibration because we move out of all of that anger or hate or blame or hurt, which are all those very low vibrations. And so forgiveness really allows us to open our heart, shift into this higher energy and vibration. And again, it can be um, so profound. And and one of the things a lot of... um, clients who and students who I've given this to over the years have said to me, they said, you know, I was doing it for me, but my sister or my brother or my whatever ex spouse um, has changed Mm -hmm. towards me because they feel the forgiveness and they feel forgiven and they feel seen because often we have these unspoken hurts and upsets with people. And um, when we clear it for ourselves, we clear it, you know, for that kind of collective group around us. And that can affect um, our family or sometimes even our coworkers. So yeah. very profound work to do. I love it. Yeah, thank you. And, and, you know, part of what it says here is that forgiveness clears karma throughout time and space, right? It allows us to heal our past, um, including childhood and past lives. And when you do it at the end of the day, it helps to clear all the negativity that builds within us during the day. So, you know, it's huge. It's so helpful. So I'm so glad that you shared that with us here today, mm-hmm. Lisa. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. So please do use that as well. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So we want to do a uh, healing, clearing yeah. <laughs> process, right? For, yeah. With the Akashic Masters. That'd be great because oh, I always love getting filled up with that energy, you know? Yeah. Yes. So what I'm going to do is I will do um, a group healing. I'm going to bring us all into the Akashic field together. So if you can sit back and close your eyes, that's perfect. Obviously, if you're out there at work or driving a car, let's, you know, keep those eyes open. <laughs> but um, yeah, You can always do it later. You can always, you can watch always later. do it later. Yeah. And, you know, even if you are at work and you can't sit back and close your eyes, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking, yes, I want to receive this energy, you will receive it. You just need to tell the record keepers, yes. So it's always consensual. If you don't say yes, you know, please bring the healing, um, then, you know, then they don't, they're not going to bother you if, if you're not wanting it. So yeah. you can listen and think, no, thanks. I'm not interested today. That's all fine too. Right. So, um, 
I'm saying yes already. Yes, 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 please. And thank you. Right. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I always think. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's sit back and just start with a nice deep breath. I always like to just invite you to drop out of your head. Just picture kind of bringing yourself more consciously into your head behind your eyes and kind of into the center of your head. And then as we take a nice breath, we just drop straight down into our heart and we invite our heart to open, expand, relax, and just feel that peace. And we connect to our dear mother earth beneath our feet. And we ask for her assistance in staying grounded and present as we do this expansive work today. Hmm. We ask the divine lords of unconditional love to help us center fully in this moment as we create this sacred space. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help as we lay our multidimensional hearts open to divine love and release all resistance. Lords of the Akashic Record, please guide us to the deepest truth we can access now support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. We give great thanks for your divine love and support on this journey today. Just let yourself feel that energy. I often see it kind of like a silvery blue column of light around us all. Sometimes it looks like it comes right down around the whole planet because I know there's people all over the world listening or will be listening. So it doesn't matter when you hear this. That energy is always here for you. And so I just like to ask the Akashic masters, what would be in the highest and best interest for us to work on for this group that's present today? And if you wish, just say, yes, please. I'd like some of that healing. And um, I'm just listening to what they're talking about. So what they really want to start working on is, um, is sadness. And um, depression and loneliness. So those are really the energies that are coming up to start with because part of what they're saying is they want us to start this new year with greater joy and to let that old sadness go. I know many, many people have been alone for the holidays. 
and even now that we're in January, it still feels kind of up in the air. I think it's interesting. I was feeling very excited about the new year for quite a few months. And now it's here. It's interesting. It has a little bit more of a tentative kind of energy to it. And this is um, part of what the record keepers are saying is that for so many, the holidays were challenging because of being more alone. So we're just clearing loneliness and sadness and depression all around kind of the holidays and any um, any insecurity is the word I'm hearing um, about going forward is, is the way they're talking about it. People who are feeling um, unsure or insecure um, or worried about what's gonna happen next. What about the world? What about our business or jobs, our families, our friends and all of the above? So um, again, just dropping out of our heads because we can't figure it out. It's not for us to figure out. It's for us to just invite that clearing and releasing of these old energies. And so much of this is the collective right? It's not you. It's not me. It's all of us together who have kind of slipped into this bit of a mire. Um, of sadness, depression, worry, fear, all of that kind of energy. So we're just letting that go, clearing that out over the whole last year, any place it's stuck in your energy field or your body. So some of you may feel it like physically, feels like a lot of us have it um, like in the, in the back, in the spine. I'm, I'm there seeing them removing a bunch of um, cords and connections down the spine where people have um, have other people corded or connected to them. And that's kind of holding them back or um, they're feeling that person's uh, depression or emotion or worry or fear or whatever that is. So we're just clearing all of that out. Okay. And then we talked quite a bit about soul contracts. And so what the record keepers want to do for us as a group, if you wish, again, just think yes, please. Um, we are going to energetically do some clearing and releasing of old contracts that are really complete. So we're just gonna ask our record keepers to come in and to kind of close release and file away that contract if it's done, because we have many of them have, that are kind of stuck from different past lives and different places where um, they're weighty. They just, you know, sometimes they affect our relationships now because, um, the the learning or the karmic pattern or the soul growth was about um you know learning about that process or changing something and 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 making it new and um 
And sometimes we just get stuck in the muck instead of getting the epiphany or the aha moment. We just get that, yeah, right? And so it holds us back instead of um, helping to support us and moving forward. So we're going to clear release all of those old uh, soul contracts that are just kind of stuck outside of time and space. And they're really talking about kind of primary relationships. So um, that could be a significant partner or it could be a parent or a child, more that nuclear family kind of um, primary relationships because they really want us to be able to free those up so that we can um, feel love, share that love, whether we get to see those people or not, but we can really send that out really palpably. And we'll do that process too. Um, and then, yeah, so clearing that and just doing some, some kind of family healing, updating, upgrading any soul contract that's ready to be updated or upgraded now. We ask like our, our record keepers to do that for us. So I think sometimes they just bring them into present time. They were kind of like sometimes our, our soul contracts with a parent might be stuck 10 or 20 or 30 years ago, right? When we were a small child or a teenager or, you know, when we got divorced and our parents were worried about us or whatever it might be. Sometimes we're, our soul contracts get stuck um, in old places. And so upgrading them and bringing them into the present time really updates them. And so that's very, very helpful. And that's one of the things that um, is useful for us to kind of do occasionally is just to go in and ask about our soul contracts with people and ask our record keepers to help us to update, um, upgrade those contracts and, and find out what ones might be complete that maybe we can release some of that energy to move forward more quickly. And again, these are the reasons I love to teach this work to you so that you can do this for yourself and um, have those tools as you go forward into, you know, 2021 and beyond into the fifth dimension. So just releasing all that that no longer serves you that's been completed and it's just hanging around so whew. good and then i want to teach you a lovely little um tool and this is like one of the tools I teach in, in the workshop. It's not, I don't think one of the ones I teach in this workshop, but I love to teach simple tools. So here's one for you today. And this is called the infinite connection. And so what this does is it connects us in this present moment, heart to heart with people in our life. And we talked a little bit about present moment and what that means, but really kind of consciously bringing ourselves into this moment. Part of how we do that is kind of get out of our head and into our heart um, to really breathe into what the truth of now is this. What does this feel like? Am I okay? Am I safe? Am I happy? Am I 
what's going on now in this moment, right? So just doing that a bunch of times a day, if you could do that every hour, like, oh, where am I? What's going on? What's really happening in my life, in my body, in my energy field? This can be very um, profound. And then from here, what we're going to do is just imagine you can pick one person. Could be a, a spouse or a child or a parent or a significant partner or a best friend, whatever that might be. And just imagine they're sitting in a chair right across from you. And we like to make a gold infinity symbol. So golden liquid light figure eight from your heart chakra to their heart chakra. So I just imagine a golden figure eight swooping from my heart out, touching their chest, swooping back, golden liquid light flowing back and forth between us. So the golden liquid light is also very much about the present time, about the now. And so it helps to bring us both into this now present moment. And we're sharing pure, unconditional love with them. It's not your energy. It's not their energy. It's just pure, unconditional, divine love. And it's different than courting somebody because it's a flowing, divine light energy. And it really helps them consciously or unconsciously. You never have to, you don't have to tell people you're sending them this unconditional love to feel loved. It helps us to feel loved. And when I started doing this with my family, and you could imagine, say you have, um, I have three kids and a husband, so I'd see four chairs in front of me and I would do an infinity symbol with my husband and my son and my daughter and my daughter and my dog and my cat. Why not? Right? We love them too. And just every morning, just really sending that love and sharing that love, bringing everyone into today, right here, right now in this moment. And it really changed our relationships. It was pretty phenomenal. So, um, so that feels good. And it's again, another really lovely way as we go forward into this new year, upgrading, updating our soul contracts, getting rid of the ones that are done, upgrading the ones that are still valuable for us right now. And, and then, um, bringing ourselves and our loved ones into this present moment so that we can go forward with greater unconditional love with them and um, supporting them and they can support you with great greater ease and grace. Hmm. Good. Hmm. So I just want to give everyone a, a moment to do that if you want to do that with more people in your family or in your life or friends. So just imagine those couple of chairs out there in front of you, just simply and easily a golden liquid light infinity symbol heart to heart with the first person and the second person and the third person. It doesn't take very long. And then we get to feel that lovely, luscious, expansive, joyful love. Another great way to bring more joy into our lives by sharing unconditional love. And then when you're ready, you can just come back and open your eyes.
<sighs> just feeling that mm, love, love all around us. And we just ask our record keepers and the beings of light to fill us with our highest Akashic wisdom, energy, and light that we can hold today upgrading our bodies and our energy fields and our um, genetic uh, blueprints for the highest and best for 2021 for everybody. So it's just, you might feel that as, um, I sometimes feel it more like in my crown chakra or in the back of my neck or kind of down the spine. So like a, it comes down into the head sometimes. So you might feel that as a buzz or a tingle, or you might feel nothing. Not everybody is that physically sensitive. Um, doesn't mean it's not happening. So we just ask the record keepers for upgraded genetics, upgraded records, bringing all of our Akashic records, all of our soul contracts, right? Updated and upgraded to this present moment today, revising those books. <laughs> so they're right here and ready for 2021 for this beautiful year to open and and we just ask the record keepers to help us to notice and see the beautiful opportunities that are showing up for us each and every day as we make new choices. We ask the record keepers, highlight them for me, would you please, so I don't miss them. And you can just ask them every morning too. Help me to notice new choices or new opportunities or new doors that are opening, whatever that might be for you. You can just ask them to help us to see that and notice that. Beautiful. Just, I invite you to ground that down into your body on a cellular level, all the way down, filling your torso down into your legs all the way down into our feet. I like to run some nice roots from the bottom of our feet down into the earth. And we ask our dear Gaia, our mother earth to help us to ground all this new energy and information down into our bodies and keep us grounded as we walk through our life today and every day. Hmm. Hmm. Beautiful. And we thank the Akashic masters, teachers, and beings of light for the love, the healing, the wisdom, and the gifts. And we close and lock the group records for now. And so it is. Blessed be. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. That was so powerful. I was yawning through the whole thing. And then at one point I was like sweating like crazy. You know, my whole back was on fire. The fan. I had to use the fan. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, that was really powerful. Thank you. I'm so glad what we did like more than there was, it was more than one process. It was like two or three different processes, but it was like, whew, so much releasing and, and upgrading and updating, like you said, but so much releasing and clearing as well from my energy field for sure. Old junk. I know. I'm like, I am so much about getting rid of the old junk. I mean, we have soul contracts that hang around kind of from trauma or pain, or we made a vow or a something. They just hang out there. It's kind of like 
clutter in our field mm -hmm. and in our records, honestly, I'm like, dust those records. Would you please get rid of that old clutter? We don't need that anymore. It's time for, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, big time. So how was that for all of you who are here live now? Um, you know, how was that process for you? What are you feeling? What did you experience? You know, I could not have been the only one who was yawning through the whole thing. I could not have been the only one who was experiencing all this heat and all these sensations in my body. But I'm so glad you said, Lisa, that not everybody does experience these sensations physically in the body. I tend to, but not everybody does. And I, I'm, you know, for me, it's also about I'm also clearing for the for everybody on the call as well, right? So it's a little bit extra, <laughs> which I get, right? I get it. it's a little bit extra, but you know, it's like it's oh, so worth it. Wafa said, Wafa, I'm hoping hopefully I'm saying your name properly. Um, she said that was amazing. Beth said yes, thank you. Yeah, exactly. I said yes, thank you, please. Yes, please, thank you a couple of times during the processes just to make sure I was getting the healing, <laughs> you know, for myself too. <laughs> Right, right. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes. I know. Angela says it was intense. She said, I walked off briefly just so that you can handle the intensity, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was quite intense. And that's okay. So just remember to ground, you know, even more if you need to. Drink some water, walk around, get some fresh air, right? Whatever you need to do. And just allow the integration to take place, right? you know, the upgrading, the uh, updating and upgrading, the clearing and releasing, let it to just occur. And then that process with the um, golden liquid light infinity symbol between us and our loved ones, that was so beautiful. You know, that, 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 that I did it for my, you know, between myself and my husband, um, between the doctors at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, right? great, so I that's did it a great idea, right? Right, so why not, right? So it was like, yeah, it was great. So yeah, very thorough. Yeah, Tiffany says it was great. Thank you, I felt it in my heart. Awesome, good. Good, yeah. I'm glad. Uh, Sarita says, I also am clearing the, uh, for all of humanity and myself, I felt pain in the upper body take a while to be cleared. It was quite intense. Good, you know, as long as it's clearing, awesome. So walk around, that'll help too. You know, that'll help as well. So good, right, right. awesome. And drink drink water. your water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> drink your water for sure. All right. So Lisa, is there anything else that you wanted to share with us before we go today? Mm, just so many blessings on the new year. I am so excited really for all of us because I know that there really are new doors opening. And so I'm thrilled to have everybody on the journey with me. I look forward to seeing many of you in the Akashic Record class that starts February 2nd. Um, of course, there's another um, uh, free gift that I'm sure is on the page over the bridge with the Akashic Masters, mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of a, a nice guided visualization into the fifth dimension. So those are fun and useful yeah. to do to kind of practice that moving into the fifth dimension, another way to raise our vibration, Absolutely. right? When we do these, so, so that's my gift to you is another you. Uh, guided meditation. Yes, it's beautiful. And then the, and the forgiveness prayer that we can do every day, every morning, every night, whenever you think of it, just do it. I think forgiveness is going to be one of those huge uh, transformational tools that is easy for all of us that we can start to use every day. 
you know, so right. definitely do that <clears throat> as well. Right. Good. And so again, Lisa, your offer is available at lr.at forward slash show forward slash Lisa one. So please do take advantage of that. Take a look at it and, you know, start your Akashic Record journey with Lisa uh, next month, early next month. So, you know, you can be an Akashic Records practitioner as well, right? Read your own record then go into it and experience the healing energies and start asking questions that you would like answers for that are there for you that are just waiting for you to access awesome Whew. thank you so much lisa oh my <laughs> pleasure it's just always so fun to see you i just keep saying hopefully i get to europe and get to hang out with you again one day soon maybe uh I know, right? That would be awesome. I know, like whenever that tra traveling can start again, oh my God, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Me too, same, same. Awesome, all right, everyone. So thank you, thank you, thank you again. Like my voice is a little bit gone. So it's like, okay, just, you know, clearing, right? Clearing, clearing. So allow yourself to clear and integrate as well. Drink water, walk around, ground into Mother Earth if you need to. Mm -hmm. use the tools do the infinity symbol the golden liquid light infinity symbol right do that for yourself too i actually saw myself seated in front of me as well so you know you know just so i can send it to myself as well so yeah, it's awesome yeah. yeah all right okay everyone so thank you thank you thank you thank you lisa until next time everyone may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy peace love happiness prosperity and radiant health sending you all much love and blessings always bye for now bye Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Love you. Bye.